Coming up on this episode, we begin by discussing Dan's trip to Trainland and play defunct Facebook app trivia. Then we get into the week's tech news, including Amazon's pill packing, Samsung's really bad bug, and why you might want Windows in your pocket. Stick around, a new episode starts right now. This is Don't Panic, episode number 208, recorded July 2nd, 2018, Riding the Heat Wave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Don't Panic, the technology podcast on gadgets, the internet, and you. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by these uh, these guys. These guys. It's not these five guys. guys. It's not five guys. It's two guys. Colby Rabideau and Dan Miller. Uh-huh. Although, speaking of five guys, I finally had my first In-N-Out burger. Hey. Oh, what'd really? What do you think? It was. It was good. It was. You know. It was yep. better than McDonald's and Burger King. Uh, I thought more exciting than Five Guys, but still less good than Shake Shack. Fact. Uh, I think, now, I found In-N-Out more exciting than Five Guys, but I I, I don't know whether or not I like the burger more. Yeah, I I don't know if I like the burger more, but I could see myself going back to In-N-Out, whereas I don't really feel the need to ever go back to Five Guys. Mm, Unless, like, the mood really struck me. Right. Do you uh did you order off the secret menu? I did, just because it seemed like I'm not gonna be back in and out for a while probably, so I should do it. And I got something. Did I you put get something that, animal style. Uh, we got the fries animal style because that did seem to be the thing that you're supposed to do. But I did something else with the burger. It had a pepper on it. Um. Oh. Oh yeah, oh, you you got it with pep. That's how you you say I'll take a burger with pep, and that's and they throw it on there. Do you? This no. is not what I said. It's a oh. it's a secret menu. Anyone can just make it up. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Oh, they well they have some secret menu stuff on their website in case you're confused. It's not a secret. Was. It's what's the opposite of a? It's an obvious menu. At this point. It's a well understood fact. Yes, exactly. The secret is out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The, uh, so I went to In-N-Out one time when really? I was interning in California, and we got a zip car to go there, and it was a Prius. I had never driven a Prius before, and Priuses are weird because when you stop them, the, the car just shuts off. Like, yeah. it's not off, but it shuts off, and I was confused. So, like, I just, like, we got there, and I got out of the car and went into In-N-Out, not realizing I left the left the car like running with the keys in it, just sitting in the parking lot. <laughs> uh, so that was fun. No, no one stole the Zipcar Prius, but thank God. And yeah. it still had battery when you got out. Yeah. Uh, follow-up fun fact: That's probably the only time I've ever had to parallel park a car too. Uh, the only I, time it didn't crash. Yeah, I didn't have to do it for my driver's test. I learned to drive in Rhode Island. Oh, that's it's, right. It's notoriously lax. I feel like it comes up. I don't know. It comes up whenever you're not even just New York. Whenever I'm in any kind of city, mm. I had to do it in Seattle just yesterday. It's just really more yesterday. of a city thing. It really is more of a city. Like where yeah. I live, I really almost rarely do it. And when I do do it, I am world famous for exploding tires. <laughs> I hit curbs, no joke, I have popped three tires on curbs in my life. 
I hit them really? so aggressively. <laughs> the ones you back in are fine. It's the ones where you pull in and you feel real confident. Like there's no, there are like no cars anywhere. And you're like, oh, I can pull right in to, to you know, on right. the street. And bam, that front tire just hits that curb. Boom. And you just hear it pop. And then dun, 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 dun. it's not good. Don't do that. And they're sharp now. Have you seen curbs now? Because mm-hmm. it used to be kind of that round asphalt. And now it's that super angular concrete. It's like right. they, it's like a razor blade. It's a, maybe it's a it's it's all a it's a, scam. a conspiracy. The big big tire. First they <laughs> kill the street cars, and now they're now they're killing regular cars. It's terrible. Big tire related to big tennis in any way, or are those different things? I I think anything with big in front of it. It's all a conspiracy, Dan. It's all that's for sure. I've been listening to Alex Jones. He'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> He certainly does tell you. Um, you guys will have to. Th- this seems like a great activity for you two to help me out with. I have. Mm. I love burgers, and actually, it's quite funny because on Up for Debate this week, our topic is burgers, which is very fun. Uh, people should check that out later this week at UpForDebate.tv. Okay. I have never been to Shake Shack, which is a shame. Oh, okay. Which is a shame, and 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 but I because I don't live anywhere near one. There's a Shake Shack here in Boston. There are multiple Shake Shacks. Oh, there, there. There's a Shake Shack in Newton. There's a Shake Shack in Cambridge. They're all. I don't know if there's one in Somerville. I'm I'm actually kind of surprised they haven't opened one in the Springfield area because we have most of the kind of we have a lot of the newer franchises. Mm, It's coming. I'm I'm psyched for that. One so Shake Shack pro tip: if you go to Shake Shack and only order a burger, you don't feel bad after. I used to do that. Yeah. I would just like pop in for a burger snack. Yeah, a little <laughs> little light pick me up. Yeah, yeah. Uh now Sean, you said that you needed help. Would you like us to help you with this? Yes, I need a hand. I need I need a pal. Okay. All right. I can't look, hey hey man, no one does it alone. Okay. It takes a village to get Sean a hamburger. Alright. Well, if you ever I don't know. I'll look into this. I will look for every opportunity to get you. I was gonna say, see if you can get Postmates to bring me a burger up here. (laughs) See, see, see. If you can take an Uber to Chicago, which you can, uh, then you can get Postmates to do this. That's right. I don't see why not. I bet you there's some rich person service for like, oh, I'm in my uh, Montana ranch and I really want some In and Out, but I kind of just want it right now. Yeah. Would you? Charter a plane and I was gonna get say, one of those like pizza, uh, pizza hot boxes, whatever they're called, and just bring it out over here. Pizza crisper. hot box. Oh, pizza crisper. Oh, like the delivery person. Yeah, thing. yeah, the the little box thing that they. I don't think anything gets crispy in those. No, they Only should. Soggy pizza sogger. <laughs> I think that was called the Noid back in the day, and you were told to avoid him. Mm-mm. Indeed. So how was it without me last week? Oh, it was awful, Dan. Yeah, speaking of that, you weren't here last week. You were, um, if if your public social media is any indication as to where you were, you were, like, in some sort of, like, locomotive hell. <laughs> yeah. it, it was just a lot of trains. I saw a lot of yeah. you on trains. You they next were very to tiny, though. And, but they the, were, were also tiny. big trains. That's why I was confused because some were, of them were small. And some of them were regular size. I actually I went to a uh, shrinkomatic machine. It's kind of like those those VR lounges you'll see in cities now, but they can just make you really small. Uh, so first we went on the trains as like kind of you know quarter size people, 
for eighth size people, and then we went on some real trains. But no, my dad's really into trains, so we did some train stuff in Oregon, out in the middle of nowhere, Oregon. Oh, uh, that's dope. You, there, there are these trains. I don't actually know what they're called. We don't know what they're called. They're like eighth, sixteenth size, somewhere around there, that you sit on top of and ride around like a donkey uh, on tracks. And this place was, we went 17 miles seated on one of these things at the world's largest train track of this kind. We didn't repeat any sections at all. Uh, It was large. It was, yeah. There was was one video that you you posted where you were, I was genuinely worried for your safety because these trains, they travel at a, decent speed and you're kind of just like sitting on you're like straddling the train and you pass by another train and i'm oh, like yeah. dan's gonna get hit by a train <laughs> even those little ones probably hurt no oh, that wouldn't feel good our train also broke down that was exciting actually both trains that we got on the the real one and the, the tiny one both broke down at various points uh we had to let it cool off it, apparently that's awesome there was smoke coming out of it and then they like stopped and they looked at it they're like it's fine they kept going and then we stopped again they're like we'll let it cool off it's not like, fine okay it's like that time we were on a boat in the in the ocean off the off the Faroe islands mm-hmm. and they thought we could get back to the big boat and then the engine stopped working but there we didn't have a choice i was like well the engine might stop working, but we might as well try. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Maybe it'll keep working. It's possible. It kept working for a while. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much it. I don't really have any tech stories oh, from that. Went to I went to Seattle. That was kind of cool. It was certainly much cooler than it is here right now. That was a rude awakening. Except my only tech story is Waze is amazing. I'd never used Waze until this really? trip. No, nope, always use Google Maps. I find their interface to be kind of unpleasant to look at. Yes. Yes. Style-wise, it's gross. But yeah, but it's useful. I like like that you can. I don't know. I didn't do this, but I like the concept of seeing all the way, other ways people on the highway and being able to send them digital waves. But what I don't understand is these people who are reporting these. You know hazard road hazards and there's whole threads there's whole convos about this who are all these people traveling with passengers no nope. because i was so that's how i was able to report but nope I, I guarantee they I are not understand how people <laughs> have the attention to do the, like i can i can like pop open my phone and switch a song that is about it i would <laughs> never feel comfortable doing anything more than that maybe if you're like stuck in traffic yeah and ways ways makes it easy i to like just flag something's happening but you're right dan you do see like legitimate conversations and like interactive <laughs> stuff happening and you're like who is doing this yeah i know uh, a friend of the show emily uses ways like all day every day for work because she drives around random places Sure I had seen all the yeah all the cab drivers in new york use it, and i thought yeah I've never felt the need, but it is better. Well, it, it's interesting because, of course, uh, we probably talked about it on the show, uh, Google bought ways a few years ago. And right. Um, right now I saw an article actually today that they are beta testing um, putting the hazard 
uh, sort of notification, you flag hazard feature into Google Maps, which mm. is one of the key, I would say, key features of Waze. So, cool. interesting. Very cool. Now, uh, guys, before we get into the tech news, I've got a fun little game we can play. What do you say? Let's do it. I love games. So Thank this will be a hoot. Um, and it is tech related. Uh, Facebook announced just this evening, actually, that they are shutting down three apps they either launched or acquired over the last four years because they didn't pan out. I'm can gonna... we insert in post, Sean? Can we insert a shut it down Liz Lemon uh, clip here? <laughs> I... shut it down. Sure, Dan. I'm going to say I will do that. Okay. Um, Actually, no. When we when we find out what the answer is, yes, man, yes. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you got to get the right answers. My question for you: I'm going to give you the name of each of these apps, and you have to tell me what the app did. Oh, okay. Some of oh. these we talked about on the show. Some of these we didn't. All right. All right. Okay. So there are three apps. The first is Moves. 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 Uh, they acquired Moves in 2014. It's on iOS and Android. Is moves? So I have a guess, I think. Okay. Is, is this how we're doing this one at a time? Yeah, however you want. There are no rules. Is moves a location tracking one where it like did steps and stuff, but it would also tell you like where you were and where you uh, like where you'd been and stuff. Like, I know, like, the gyroscope app that I use, like, implemented this feature, and I feel like it was like, oh, because Move sucks. We're going to do this ourselves. And, like, the thing is, it just, like, you never, you don't use it, really. You just have it on all the time, and it tells you where you went. That's a very good guess. Dan, do you have a guess? <sighs> uh, no, I don't have, <laughs> have I don't no really have a guess. I could make something up. Okay. Uh, what do you think um... Moves is? I think Moves is like the Google Experts uh, videos thing. You remember that? Where you're like, oh, you could get guitar lessons on Google. Except it's just for dancing. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like that. I like that better than the truth, which is exactly what Colby said. He was 100% exactly correct. <laughs> A uh, activity tracking app that also took note of where you stop throughout the day, um, creating a diary of sorts. Um so we're guessing we're guessing what these things are. Yes. Do we, and you're going to tell us at the end which one is shut down? Or are these all? No, shut they're down? all shut down. Oh, okay. Got it. Spoilers. Um, the second one is called. So if that sounds cool to you, I guess use what Colby uses, which is. I don't use that part of it because it oh. destroys the battery. Got it. Battery wrecker. So the second app is called Hello. It's Android only. It was an app that Facebook rolled out. They didn't buy it. It's called Hello. Hello. Dan, you want to go first on this? What do you what do you believe Hello does? Was this I wanna say it was a news thing? Uh can I get two guesses? I don't care. Sure. <laughs> or was it that barcode? Wasn't that didn't they have something like barcode social network thing? <laughs> Uh, do you remember that where there was yeah, some like QR code that you oh that, was that pretty sling, sure it slingshot was are you no oh, the slingshot I remember I was no. working there when they did slingshot I think that one was called like rooms or something oh, the barcode yeah. one yeah yeah it okay. was rooms it was supposed to be like Reddit 
But and Dan, I think the news app you're thinking. Are you thinking of Paper? No, I know what Paper is. Mm. So I'm guessing I didn't get this right. No, so. you, Colby. no you didn't. <laughs> Colby, you want to go two for two? Hello. Only on Android. That only means Android. it has to do something you can only do on Android. Uh, oh, is it their home screen thing? Where no. you could like put the bubbles up and like hack into the OS or whatever? Nope. Nope. You're closer. Um is oh, is it the calling one? Didn't they have like a dialer at some point where That's you That's like, exactly it! Yeah. Yeah. You're so good at this. It's it's, it's an Android-only dialer app that replaces the native Android dialer. Um, it uses Facebook to identify callers so you know who's calling. It makes it easy to prevent unwanted callers and has a powerful search that's helpful for finding the numbers of local businesses. It also promotes free calling over Wi-Fi using VoIP. Colby, it's like you work there or something. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Now, I left the hardest one for last. This is the third one. And this one shouldn't be hard. We talked about it specifically on the show. We covered it as a story. When they purchased TBH, mm. the iOS app. I even think I signed up for an account live on the show. They paid under $100 million to acquire it. Dan, you're behind, so I'm going to let you go first. What did TBH do? Now, was this the this was some social network thing, mm-hmm. and it the it was supposed to be I don't know if it was was or if it was hypothesized to be popular with high school students because there was something else that did a very similar thing or maybe this was that thing, but I don't remember what the like particular defining feature of it was. I'm sure it was some like anonymous bullying platform, basically. <laughs> Uh, that's as good as i can do all right wasn't wasn't it like uh the other one was yik yak right yeah. like where where it was like location-based anonymous uh douchebaggery or something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah you both basically more or less got it tbh stands for to be honest um okay. and it is well i knew that sean well all right <laughs> Uh, it's an anonymous compliments app is what they called it, where it would ask you questions like, who makes you laugh the hardest? And you'd anonymously say which of your friends, and then it would report back to them like, oh, your friends think that you're funny or your friends think that you're smart. Um, and it was popular with with the teens um, until it wasn't. And, uh, and then they stopped using it. They bought the app in October, um, and they're already shutting it down. They paid uh, under $100 million. October? Yep. It launched. Now, it hasn't even been around for a year. Total. Now, is this something that is the competitor still widely used? Yik-yak? Did they get Facebooked? No, Yik Yak was shut down in April. Okay. Yeah, they tried to pivot and then it didn't work. So, mm-hmm. so there you go. Interesting. I still, I still like Slingshot, the Bring pyramid scheme of uh, Snapchats. Bring it back. <laughs> God, the, the Facebook app graveyard. A very impressive place. Yep. We should, yeah, we should, we should, uh, I, I bet Google would be fun to do this with also. Not apps necessarily, but just like websites, services. Various features. I Maybe for the next couple weeks we'll do a little, every week we'll pick a company <laughs> and we'll, we'll do Facebook or Microsoft or, you know, a couple of the big guys. Microsoft. Yeah, some we'll go way back in well, time. Well, I think Microsoft, but the problem with Microsoft, and maybe this is true of Google too, is that the the names are too obvious. 
What did the discontinued product of micro, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator do? <laughs> hmm. I don't know, Dan. What did Google wave to? <laughs> I saw that shirt somewhere. <laughs> Retired. It's a, now. it's a collector's item. Yeah, it's gone into my permanent uh, collection. It's been raised Google to the rafters. Research. It's been retired. Right. <laughs> um, very cool. All right, that was a segment, but now... How about we roll into some tech news? It is that time in the show. Uh, we've got a bunch of stories here in the rundown. Some of them are even good. Uh, it's up to you guys where we want to start. We got Microsoft. We've got Apple, Samsung, Amazon, Instagram, Nintendo. Oh I think gosh. Dan gets a pick because he wasn't here last week. Well, I was just staying in a lot of hotels. So let's talk about Alexa for hotel rooms. Dan, you're looking at last week's rundown. Oh no! Colby and I already covered that. <laughs> I had that, that open so familiar. to see what you talked about last week, and then I forgot. Yeah, okay. it was a good story though. People should go listen to last week's episode. Get caught up. Yeah. While Dan's uh, looking at that, I'd like to thank everybody who's watching us live right now on Twitch and Facebook. We do it Monday nights, roughly 10 p.m. Uh, we'll say 10.15 Eastern uh, at twitch.tv slash show and facebook.com slash show. Uh, follow us on both platforms, and you'll be notified when we go live. It's the best way. Join us, and if you're watching live now, uh, leave us a comment or join the Twitch chat, and we may share your thoughts on the air. Pillpack. Pill I pack. saw this, and I didn't understand what it meant. Okay, well. So it seemed like big news. We're going to get to the, the bottom news. of this one. Uh, Amazon purchased online pharmacy PillPack this week. Uh, if you haven't heard of PillPack, I hadn't heard of them before, but as I looked into it, I'm like, wow, this is a really good idea. Uh, PillPack is an online pharmacy. There are a lot of those. Uh, PillPack's big difference. There that, are? Yeah, there are. Well, um, like uh, what's the big one is Medco, and there's another really big one that's been around for a long time, but now they operate mostly online. Um, it's not unusual to get bulk prescriptions online these days. I thought it was illegal. To get prescriptions, well, it's essentially prescriptions by mail, and that's been around for decades. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, PillPack says it's licensed to ship in 49 states currently, and uh, PillPack is, uh, is it Utah? Is it Utah? Uh, that's real, actually Utah. it doesn't say. Now I'm kind of curious. Um, can you ship prescriptions to my state? Oh no! Well, you <laughs> they can't. literally list all 49, but they won't. So I have to try and figure out what one it isn't. <laughs> you sneaky. Son of a... So at first I look for Alaska. No, Alaska's good. Hawaii. They don't do Hawaii. Oh, mm. the, the, okay. Oh, it does say we currently do not ship to Hawaii or internationally. There you go. Um. So the big difference Four. with pill pack is that they package the pills individually as you take them. So maybe you'll get a packet for 8 a.m. that may have a couple pills, some vitamins in it, and then they'll have... This is... I would argue this is probably more for people who take a lot of pills. So it may have one for 8 a.m. or 10 p.m. And it's it's actually really cool because they're individually labeled with the time you're supposed to take it and the right pills in the pack. And then they'll also do inhalers and ointments and other things like that. Very similar to, to a lot of other uh, online prescription companies, except uh, the packaging is, is different. That's kind of their thing. Amazon has gone ahead and bought, uh, purchased them. The exact price not revealed, but person familiar says it's roughly a billion dollars. What this does is it gets Amazon immediately in the prescription fulfillment market um, with the licensing and all that sort of stuff already taken care of. Uh, the question is going to be how do they integrate it with Amazon currently? There are obviously a lot of issues with privacy when you start talking about medical things, so how easily they'll be able to integrate that with their existing 
company is a question. Uh, Amazon already has license to distribute medical devices, which is different from pills, but medical devices in nearly every state. So it's not something they're totally unfamiliar with. Uh, this week, uh, the stocks of uh, CVS, Walgreens, and Rite Aid all took big hits when this purchase was announced uh, in fear Amazon would enter their lucrative markets. So I assume that this was about Amazon's, uh, what's the Warren Buffett deal about healthcare? Oh, they're super it. secret, we're going to solve healthcare company. Right, right. Yeah. But are they, are they saying that they're going to integrate this into like Amazon.com for consumers? They haven't right. said anything what they're going to do with okay. it. Interesting. My, my guess is this is probably more about Amazon than it is about super secret healthcare company. Okay. Because I think super secret healthcare companies like the Google X sort of think of the future type business more so than we're going to sell pills now. But I could be wrong. Right. But isn't... I wonder what their timeline is for the big healthcare company. And if they acquire this company just to get like prescription licensing. True. But then I would say... I mean, this PillPack is a real company. I mean, they... they it doesn't... Right. They've raised $118 million um, over the last few years, and they're shipping pills today. So, you know, Amazon certainly being part of that future company, I bet, but, I mean, they can integrate it and start selling pills today. Mm -hmm. All right. That clears it up for me. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, it's I, – I do think it's – I think what PillPack is doing is really interesting. Um, if you know anybody who takes a lot of pills, I think the sort of idea of the company is really interesting. Um, and I think it is a natural extension for Amazon. I could see people having the options to pick these up in a Whole Foods location or having them shipped to them. I could see, you know, the, the scale of the Prime subscription including – I don't know if they – I'm assuming they don't charge shipping – because um, I know a lot of, like Medco and some of these other prescription by mail companies, don't charge for shipping um, because they just sort of factor that in. Neat. No, no, shipping is free. So, yeah. Any any other thoughts on this? <clears throat> I guess it makes sense. That's our goal, right? Is to be in in everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Story done. Stick a fork in it. We're moving on to another news story, guys. What in here? Are we are we getting are we getting jazzed about? Colby, it's your turn to pick this time. And then I'll pick it up. We'll take turns. <laughs> How novel. Uh, oh, I was muted fun. the last couple of seconds. Sorry. Oh. Uh. I have an idea, but if Colby wants to pick. I was going to say the, the Samsung phone spontaneously texting photos. Oh, yeah. Okay. Surprise photos. Yeah, this is an aggressively uh, weird one, that, I would say. That sounds like a Facebook's uh, new social network app idea. Right. <laughs> you, you post a picture to someone. You don't know who it is. Yeah. It's like Snapchat on steroids. I love it. It's like, yeah, Instagram meets uh what was that anonymous video chat chat service? roulette, chat roulette. <laughs> yes is that still chat a thing roulette. should i google <laughs> if chat roulette is still a thing i think you should chat roulette chat roulette remember when that came out that was so weird 
I think it's still a thing. Yeah, it's still active. You can still go on there. I'm not going to. <laughs> Don't. That is, that is not safe for. Uh, not safe for. We fun. should do a whole episode on chat roulette. Ooh. Could we combine it? Could, could we combine it with a uh, up for debate episode somehow? I think that would be fun. We do have the technology. Wait, Anyhow, when you say on chat roulette, do you mean we should like? talk about chat roulette or do the episode on chat no roulette. no like Ooh. like have random people on chat roulette throughout the show always <laughs> always joining us i like it i i you know, see what happens. i actually don't After like it dark. i think it's a way to get some trauma to experience trauma but but colby it, i'm it, sure it could all the fun. perverts have moved on to other things by now they're bored with chat roulette please that's so now it's just got to be like i don't even know who would be left on it that's the fun who's left yeah maybe you're right maybe, maybe it's right. maybe it's what was it tom the myspace guy will be on there left behind um anywho where were we samsung yeah samsung. having some issues this week uh, their devices are randomly sending camera roll photos to contacts without permission that sounds oh, bad. Wow. It's even worse. Uh, the messages are being sent through Samsung's default texting app, Samsung Messages. The Messages app does not even show users that files have been sent. Many find out after they get a response from the recipient of the random photo sent to him. One user says his phone sent all of his photos to his girlfriend. Samsung spokesperson tells us that they are aware of the reports and are looking into it. Forms indicate that Galaxy S9 and S9 Plus devices are affected, but may not be the only ones. Those with issues should call Samsung. Uh, some users are speculating. There's no official announcement as to why this is happening. Uh, but they're speculating it has to do with the push of RCS messaging. We talked about this on the show uh, a couple months ago, if you remember. Uh, the sort of updated messaging standard Google's pushing, uh, among other companies, including T-Mobile. Uh, and T-Mobile just issued its RCS update this week, starting with the Galaxy phones. Um, and something that may have to do with this glitch. For now, Samsung owners can revoke Samsung Messages' permission to access storage to avoid the bug from sending their files out in the wild. Now, does it send it only to contacts? Yes. Or... Okay. <laughs> That's really weird. That 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 on the list of like possible bugs. That's that's just a. I I, I don't have a word to describe how crazy that is. Yeah. Like that's the one it... thing your app cannot do. Right. Like, it's not even that it sends them gibberish. It sends them your photos. All of your photos. That's crazy. I, li I, li I, li I like that the, the outcomes, like, the outcomes of that that uh, unplanned interaction are, are so wide-ranging, like, from just, like, funny and weird uh, to, like, I don't know, like... Relationship really ending. bad, yeah. God, God forbid, uh, <laughs> relationship ending, like possibly incriminating, right? Like, who knows? Be like, uh, hey, did uh, uh, could you well, imagine someone, just someone get a what's that? <laughs> someone get Anthony Weiner away from his phone right now. <laughs> could you imagine if like you just randomly got a message of like a stack of money and like some ski masks or something? You're like, what is this about? You're like, damn you, Samsung. <laughs> Boiling my plants. Up. That's going to be the plot of Ocean's 14 or something. Hey, I like that. That is a good idea. That's the snag. Yeah, I'm anxious just thinking about this. It's very upsetting. Um, 
to to think that this is even a remote possibility. Yeah. Not good. No, very not good. So hopefully Samsung gets on it. What's next, Sean? What's next? I want to talk about this story. I want to talk about the uh, the the new Microsoft Surface device that may be coming soon. Oh yeah, because this thing is amazing. So, uh, Microsoft. Uh, there was a leaked email this week, and uh, the project codenamed Andromeda is a new mysterious Surface d- device being worked on at Microsoft for at least the last two years, and we now have some devices as to what it might be—a pocketable surface device what does that mean it is a quote new and disruptive device category neat uh it is a (laughs) foldable device uh with a wraparound display that bridges the gap of the hinge when it's fully opened i will put up some renders on the screen here for the folks watching the video version so you see what it looks like and essentially like and we've seen i know that there are some chinese companies that have made knockoffy versions of this but essentially a device that is the shape of a phone and you can flip it open and it becomes two phone shaped devices that with a hinge in the middle, essentially. So it's two screens and you can fold it open and you can, except in this case, the screen actually goes over the hinge. So when it's fully open, it looks like one big device, which I would assume would be like having two phones strapped together Mm. more or less. Um, a device that would clearly be used by a stylist. It's Microsoft, so I'm assuming it would be running some version of uh, Windows Phone doesn't exist anymore, so some version of Windows. Uh, there's no exact word as to when this will be released, and in fact, Microsoft could pull the plug at any stage. They haven't definitely decided whether they're going to release it. Um, we'll see prototype devices include styluses and notepad-like apps. They're also experimenting with ARM processors inside these devices, but not clear if they'll end up with Intel or Qualcomm instead. Guys, is this something you would ever buy? Mm, probably not. No. Like, like you, you alluded to this in your title in the show notes, but we already had these, and they didn't succeed. So, but if not, that's not going to have a keyboard on the the other side. It's going to be two screens. Yep. Is that the idea? Yep. I mean, okay, maybe it could work, but what are the downs? So the uh, the upside of doing it that way as compared to a regular tablet is that you can put it in your pocket. Can you put it in your pocket? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would but say it's, get... it's, it's probably, my guess would be, and we don't know the details, obviously, my guess would be it's like an, like an iPhone plus size, you know, like whatever the bigger size, you know, like, mm-hmm. like, like one of those oversized phones, but not impractically large. So you can put it in your pocket and you get a bigger screen than a phone or the same size screen? This is where I struggle. It's like, well, why wouldn't I just use my phone? If it's not bigger than a phone, why wouldn't I just use my phone? And if it is bigger than a phone, then how much does it suck having to fold it out? And can it do phone things? Uh, mm, yep, that was my, when, when I first looked at the thing, that was my question. Like, is it a phone or not? So I'm... I'll wait and see. That doesn't seem very exciting to me. Although the big, the big honking touchscreen desktop thing, that, that was exciting to me. I'm excited. I'm excited about this, actually. And I'm, I'm Mr. Skeptical when it comes to new hardware. But actually, I think this is kind of cool. 
Um, I agree earlier prototypes of this haven't worked, but I do feel like the technology's there. What I want is I want Apple to make one of these. I don't, I don't want it to run Windows. That sounds like a bad idea. A very mm -hmm. bad idea. Don't put Windows on this, for the love of God. That sounds like a disaster. But this running like a really good touch operate, even Android, like a really good touch operating system, I think it'd be really neat because I really like the idea of, like, we always see like Westworld or these sort of sci-fi shows and they all have the little devices you flip open and it turns into a tablet. And I'm like, I kind of, I want that. And this is, I know That's this is kind true. of a compromise. It's not quite all the way there, but it's pretty close. And I do, if it's not like noticeably, my only thing would be how thick it is. Because I don't mind if it's a little bit bigger, like kind of height and width wise, but if it's really thick because it's got the two screens, that's it. But if it's not that much thicker than a phone already, then why wouldn't I want a device that is just a regular device and then I can flip it open and start doing bigger things or watch something on a bigger screen? I just think, you know, is the technology fully there? I don't know, but I'm glad they're trying because I think it's... Um I think it's a good idea. I just don't know if this is the right implementation. I want to see how they make it work, especially with the software. That's true. That's true. But I would buy one of these. Yeah, I guess maybe I would buy it if it was good. But it's just, I just, I can't imagine how Windows is going to run on one of these. Yeah. You know, they and they don't have a mobile operating system at the moment. So it's going to have to be Windows or a variant of Windows. And Windows apps aren't very good. And the touch input is good, but really only in Microsoft apps. Mm. Oh, interesting. And so, you know, if I was doing like Word and the Edge browser and like, I don't know what on it, you know, <laughs> that's like what it, I would literally get one of those just to put Android on it. Because <laughs> that's the I think the only way you'd make it good. But also, is I, I can't tell from the, the, the rendering to their weird angles. Is, is it square? I think obviously it's... like. I think it, I, my guess is literally it's probably like imagine your cell phone with another cell phone next to it of the same size. <laughs> so that's about so it's going to be it's the ratio is is going to be awkward, whatever the, the screen dimensions are. I don't think it's going to be quite rectangular enough or quite square enough. Yeah. Um, but that remains to be seen. Right weird i also i think was it dan who said the battery life um i didn't say that but that's a good point <laughs> uh because if you want a thin device running that much screen um and you have to be able to fold it in half i don't know how you make yeah that's what i was alluding to is what are the trade-offs of having to fold the screen because there aren't any benefits as far as i can tell well, unless you want a device with more real estate that you can fit in your pocket. Now, who's that for? I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there's someone out there who's like, I need to write shit down all the time. Big stylus people. Mm. But goddamn my Samsung Galaxy Are they are friends S9 with the big Plus. tire people or are those different people? <laughs> big phone people um, and the big tire people. They're having a big old They're time. They're cahoots. Yep. Um, That's what we call a big tent party right there. <laughs> that was, that was a, uh, an 1800s okay. politics joker. Feels that old. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Yep. Um, <laughs> anyway, we'll have to wait and see. Indeed. If they Indeed. and they might not ever release it, so it might just be. But we all. Do you guys remember the Courier? which was sort of a variant of this that Microsoft teased many years ago. 
See, this is why we need to do a defunct Microsoft stuff quiz trivia. Yes. The kin? You remember the kin? Uh, that was a phone? It was a phone. Hey, very good. Yes, it was their okay. phone for teens. That literally was around for like one week, and then nobody yeah. got it. <laughs> Which is funny, because actually, if you look back on it now, it had a lot of ahead-of-its-time features that nobody wanted at the time. Kind of like my dope Zune. I miss my Zune. <laughs> I genuinely do. I feel like, like that's true of a lot of... Uh, I think was great. A lot of Microsoft products. Ahead of its time. Hey, they had tablets before they were cool. They had touch before it was they cool. They had pocket PCs in 1998. I they, remember looking at them in Circuit City. The the compact iPack and the uh, the Comp Palm USA. Trio. Yeah. I had a I definitely had a Dell uh It was like a Dell little Palm Pilot thing that ran like Windows Mobile yeah. something. Yep. Mm-hmm. There you go. That's exactly that's exactly the type of experience you'll get with this new device. Identical. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that bad. For the time. For the time. Yeah. That's a different time, that's for sure. <laughs> it certainly is. All right. Uh, time on the clock. We got time for one more story. So let's make it a winner here in the rundown. Instagram TV. Instagram TV, very good. This is actually a... We didn't talk about this last week, right, Colby? Nope. Okay, because I had on the rundown and we didn't get to it. And we didn't have a lot of stories this week, so I carried it over. But it is an interesting one. Instagram announcing IGTV. Um, It's a standalone app, but also an app within an app, which is kind of confusing. But um, it is... Well, I'm going to call it a standalone app, but there is a tab within Instagram where you can get to it. Um, It is for watching long-form vertical video. Uh, when you log into IGTV, it will automatically begin playing vertical videos from people you follow along with personalized recommendations from elsewhere in Instagram. Uh, Instagram says the app was designed to make it easier to find and watch videos on the mobile phone, especially longer length things that will start playing as soon as you open it, creating a, quote, lean back experience. IGTV will also allow creators to upload video directly to Instagram, um, making it similar in that to YouTube, where anyone can just upload a video to it. Videos can be up to 10 minutes long to start, with larger accounts able to post hour-long videos. And over the long term, company expects to let all users post videos of unlimited length. Now, there will be no ads to start, but that would be a reasonable place to end up, they said. Um, yeah. So there we go. Have you guys tried out IGTV? I haven't. I've seen it on my thing, though. I clicked Maybe it the first time when it came when I saw it first. I watched a video or two. It was weird. I don't remember what the video was about. Now my video here isn't even vertical optimized. It's just a YouTube video that someone uploaded to Instagram TV. Yep, and I bet a lot of that will happen. <laughs> Consider me not surprised at all. <laughs> I think this will take off because of how successful it's been on Facebook. And things that are successful on Instagram become successful on Facebook. And I suspect vice versa could be true, too. Like, imagine, Colby, imagine your stupid cooking videos. And glorious Instagram. You wouldn't have to open Facebook ever Mm, again. I did like those videos. Holy moly. (laughs) Also, it would be cool if I could just pop a thing open and watch those for, like, 15 minutes or something. Right. The problem I have with it is that I have looked at it uh, a couple times, actually, and usually the first video or two are from people I follow, but then the recommendations are horrible. It's all that, like, YouTuber-type junk. 
that, you know, like, like, oh, I'm going to do this crazy stunt. Check it out. Or like, oh, here's a, a you know, it's all like, it's all dumb shit that I don't, or like really brand heavy shit. Like, oh, you know, ESPN News has this story and kind of like what they've been doing on Snapchat. It's not really that different. So I don't, I don't know what's getting me there. What, what can I see there that I can't see anywhere else that I'm not already watching on YouTube? Probably nothing yet. Fair. Fair. I mean, I, again, I think this falls squarely into the category of we're not the target market. We are. Yeah, it would have been cool dudes. to see them get some exclusive <clears throat> content on it. Uh, not that that would have swayed me, but I'm sure it would have swayed some people. Well, I, I think exclusive content for them is the YouTubers who already have a big audience saying, I'm only going to make stuff for IGTV and bringing in young people. I think that the YouTuber audience is different from the Instagram audience. So, so let me I, let me say, I was standing in line boarding the plane this morning behind a child, and I sat within like the the the, the screen that I could see sort of diagonally from my seat was a, a different child's iPad. Both children, the the child about to board the plane, I didn't even realize this is possible, was going to doing the thing that I've heard the children do of you watch a YouTube video, you click a recommendation. You watch a YouTube video, you click a recommendation. But they were downloading. Don't even, don't even watch a YouTube video, download. Next, recommendation, download. Next, and they queued up hundreds of YouTube videos to watch on the plane. Yep. Uh, and I presume watch them. And the one of the, the kid I could see from my, my window was also watching YouTube videos. Uh, and playing with slime. So I had never seen that before. <clears throat> and the, the videos are all really stupid. Uh, and very short. So, but they never opened Instagram. Like, I I was not stalking them, but, like, I would look over once every 15 minutes. I never saw Instagram open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that Instagram is actually, uh, sorry to break it to you, an older person thing. I, I, I truly, I, Dan, I totally believe you, you had that experience at the, 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 the airport, but I think that is a, a limited case study. A you think 14 year olds use Instagram? I do. I do. And you, and I can tell you why, because, and I'm pulling up the article because they just announced um, a bunch of new user stats from Instagram. Now remember it. Isn't what's the the lowest age that they can legally report a user being? Thirteen. It is thirteen. I think so. Okay. Well, they're going to have the lowest age you can advertise to people. They're going to have more thirteen-year-olds than there actually are. So Instagram announced last week that they just hit one billion users worldwide. Uh, which is, if you remember, we used to joke about the, the, the price of one Instagram, which is well, a little over a billion dollars. So I guess that was a good investment. Um, adding 200 million a year, 191 million daily active users. Um, and I know Stories just hit over 400 million users. And I have to believe some percentage of that is young people. We've also seen Snapchat losing audience, and we've talked about that previously on the show. Um, with the theory being they're going to Instagram. Now, I, the question is, YouTube and Instagram, for me, don't compete for eyeballs. 
because I just think they're, you're, it's an apples to orange comparison, and I think people are spending time on both. But I do think you're right that young people watch a shit ton of YouTube, and it's an irresponsible and I don't, amount yeah, of YouTube. Yeah, I think they're not gonna. They don't. Why would they? Why would they even watch stories? Like but stories that, is sort of our version of what kids use YouTube for. But this is why they're launching IGTV, and this is why I think. They're going yeah. out and they're smart and they Facebook hasn't been able to get people to put upload video despite all their best efforts. People just aren't doing it. And so now they're trying with Instagram and I think they have a better shot there than they do on Facebook because the I Instagram agree. audience is growing rapidly. Um, the, the, the question I have is, can they bring the creators over who are already because I watch I watch a, actually I watch probably more YouTube than I do Netflix. Really? Like I watch a not I, I don't watch a ton of YouTube. I just don't watch as much Netflix as I used to, but um, mm. I watch more YouTube than I do my cable subscription. Um, and if the people I liked on YouTube went to in IGTV, I would watch them there. And so the question is, what is bringing people to this? There are a million platforms out there. Why would I go to IGTV? Is it that the videos are vertical, which is one of their selling features? Eh, maybe. Um, I, I think there just has to be compelling content. I don't know who's going to be posting there. Especially with no ads, which means there's no revenue, which is going to be big, I think, for the YouTube guys who are making mm. boatloads of money over on YouTube. That's true. Even Facebook gives you a monetization option. So I, I have a feeling Instagram will be rolling out ads as quickly as possible. Yeah, I think you're right about that. That does seem silly. Or not silly, but it seems like why would a person post their video somewhere where... Uh, they're not going to make any money for it. Especially the ones, folks who, not like, you know, you and me, but like people who make make their living that way or a part of their living. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and I think Dan brought up a good point where when you talk about the, the idea of a recommendation driving long-term continued viewership and these recommendation engines, Instagram going for this lean back, start auto-playing and keep auto-playing video experience. If the content is appealing to people, I think that's a good format in which to get people to keep watching aggressively. It's just mm. start playing videos and never stop playing videos. You know, it's, it's, yeah. uh, you know, you're holding the phone vertically in your hand. So it's very comfortable. Uh, you know, I think more so than holding it uh, landscape right. and um, just sit back and let the content flow. What content that is question mark TBD. Right now. Whoa. Very what nice. a show. Man, this has just been a barn burner. And there's still more to go, if you can believe it. Uh, because we've got picks, which is the part of the show. Where each of us brings something we want to share with the world out there. Um, and uh, before Colby and I do our, our What's New on Netflix corner, Dan, you've got a pick for us. <laughs> what, uh, what have you been reading? Uh, so the last time I was on the show, which feels like a long time ago, I had to pick for Sean. And now I have a pick that's probably mostly for Colby. It's a book called Semiosis. If you liked Seven Eves and that sort of oh, structure, yeah, uh, you might like Semiosis, where it's a story of colonists who go to a planet uh, and there is intelligent life, but it's not animal based, it's plant based. Dun, dun, dun. All I'll say, it was really good. I. As soon as I finished Bad Blood, I ripped right through this book in another like couple days. So, uh, if you like science fiction, check it out. Excellent. 
Yeah. Um, I'm reading Annihilation right now. Nice. I haven't read it in a little bit, but yeah. That's a good one. Whew. I like it so far. I don't know what's happening, <laughs> but I like it. It's the West world of science fiction books. Mm. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. I, I, I just finished listening to our favorite Westworld podcast, and I, I love this season, and I couldn't believe all these people dumping on it. It was like when I got out of the last show, I was like, wait, what's going on? What happened? Where is everyone? Yeah. But I we can like, talk about uh, that. Well, we can't. We can't talk about it. Oh, no. You can't? No, because you weren't here last week. I have not seen the last three episodes of the season. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh. And Sean. I don't know when I'm going to get around to that. So I, You know what? I'm not even going to get my hopes up anymore. You're done. You're I'm, done. <laughs> Damn, so like, I'm finished with you. I've had enough. I'm, I'm, I'm wiping the slate clean. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. that I just I got really over it. But are you telling me, Dan, it, it gets those last three episodes really pick it up? I thought the last two episodes are amazing. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the the little individual like self-contained episodes mm-hmm. because I was so invested in the story. I was like, wait, but give me what happened to Dolores and the man in black. And the last two episodes really, really deliver on that front. I thought. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, Zach asked in the chat, he wants me to repeat it. Decoding Westworld is the podcast. Uh, that oh, is, yeah. I will rep for that. It is a very good podcast. When I do watch the episodes. Fun fun fact about Decoding Westworld, I backed their Kickstarter, so they read my name on when the, was the You should have told... When was this? Why didn't I... I think I asked... I, I, I told, told Dan me. because uh, Dan happened to text me about it while I was listening to it. And I just heard... I don't quite remember what episode it was. It was a couple ago. You can go back and figure it out. I always yeah. skip that part like a jerk. But yeah, that's what that's, that's what Dan said. He was like, <laughs> I skipped it. So screw you. Uh, um, yeah, you can get the big C right in your ears. You listen to Decoding Westworld. Mm-hmm. You can't escape I, from the podcast. I forget man. which one of them read my name. I think it was David. That's good. <laughs> that's nice. That's it, nice. Uh, very nice. Uh, Semiosis will have a link to that on the website. You can check that out. Available now wherever books are sold. Or Amazon.com. Or uh, use our link on our website. Yes, the hyperlink. The hyperlink. The hi- go to H- wide Web. HTTP colon slash slash www.dontpanic.io backslash pics.html forward slash books dot php question mark colon selection. URL actually resolve cool. equals question mark. <laughs> is our is our site a secure site? Do we have a certificate? We absolutely do. Yeah, dude. Yeah, HTTPS. Don't we'll get penalized in our oh. Google juice. <laughs> yeah, so this way when we collect all your private information, we do it securely. Right. It's between you and I don't think we're GDPR compliant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I don't think actually, we collect any info. No, I was going to say, we, are, we actually, we are, I think we are. I have to deal with this at work, by the way. This is a nightmare for me. Oh, yeah. All I the digital imagine. marketing stuff. But don't we have to have our cookie disclaimer? Do we collect cookie? Do we have cookies? Google Analytics does. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Do we, do we need we a do privacy policy? Analytics. We could yeah. just remove Google Analytics. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. 
Oh, really? Well, that's oh, no, it, great. No, it, 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 it's, I don't think it's ever worked. I know we went back and forth for a while, and it just never... I tried to do some weird stuff where it would, like, log the every time a thing was downloaded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, Colby, you and I, we're watching some new... Netflix releasing a bunch of new stuff, and uh, what have you been watching? Yes, sir. I watched one episode of the new episode, new season of Kimmy Schmidt the other day. It was still funny. So, uh, I mean, I can't. It's a short season? Question mark. It was yeah. only six episodes. Are they going to do like a double season or something? That's what I'm hoping. So this is officially the last season of Kimmy Schmidt, but they split it into two. So the oh. first half just went up, and then the second half is going up in the fall. And then I think they said they're doing a movie like a wrap-up movie following the season. Cool. I like that. So. I liked the... Well, no spoilers, but I enjoyed the first episode. I liked the 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 sort of... Kimmy's, like, running bit, anyways, was pretty, pretty amusing. Excellent. Uh, I've also been watching Netflix, and actually, you know what? I'm going to cheat and give you a Netflix three for review. How about this? Whoa! Um, Kimmy Schmidt... Uh, great. I thought it was really fantastic. Colby, you'll be happy to know, at least in my opinion, I think it gets better as the episodes go on, and I think it it ends stronger than it starts. So if you like the first one, I think you're really going to like some of the later episodes. Um, but it is too short. Like, you you just... And because they're only 30 minutes, you just start getting into it, and then it's yeah, like, boom, and they're done. And you're like, wait, what? what, what why are you stopped? Don't stop. Um, and that was kind of annoying. But I did think they were very strong. Um, there was also the new season of Arrested Development, uh, which I checked out, and it was horseshit. It was genuinely bad. Oh, I think I forgot to finish that. And I'm, like, willing to, like, give, uh, you know, be very generous to the show, uh, but this truly was verging on unwatchable. It was gross, so don't watch that. Uh, but my super big pick is Glow, and I talked about Glow when the first season came out, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, Alison Brie. Um, Mark Marin, a number of other really fantastic people. Loved the first season. Second season just came out even better than the first, which I didn't think was possible. Um, but the writing is so sharp. The acting is... I'm constantly blown away. And uh, it visually looks great. It's set in the 80s. The The sort of set design and the costumes are all really fantastic. It's just a genuinely very nice show. And the best part is, again, 30-minute episodes, 10-episode seasons, so you can get through it pretty quick. Um, so if you have not watched Glow, it is absolutely in my probably top three Netflix shows of all time. It is very fantastic. Um, and I would say highly worth watching the second season, even better than the first. So I still haven't watched that, even though you recommended it. I, I, I cannot speak highly. It, 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 it's got that. I don't think it hits it as well, but it's got that Bojack Horseman sensibility where mixing that comedy and drama in a way that really hits you, but you're also laughing at the same. It just, it just, the writing is just really strong on the show. Um, so, uh, I do highly recommend glow season two now available on Netflix. All right, guys, anything else, uh, before we wrap up this edition? No, I'm glad to be back. And we are glad to have you back. The people have been clamoring, where is Dan? <laughs> and we say, on a train. Uh, but that, that wasn't good enough for them. On a tiny train. On a tiny train. Dan is big. He's on a tiny train. <laughs> um, booga booga big. 
<laughs> I love so I have now in the office I have saved uh, a still image because I you can't send gifts in Outlook. My mm. life is the worst. Uh, and I but I literally saved the image of like the the famous Liz Lemon like the one time where she does like pause for the aggressive slow motion eye roll where it's like <laughs> and she really goes for it. And I have the screen grab of that that I use in emails all the time when someone does something stupid. Um, and I responded back. So I like it. I love the 30 Rock references. Could do it all day long. Uh, <laughs> but thanks, everybody out there, for joining us. We appreciate you doing this, as always. Of course, as I mentioned, our website, don'tpanic.io. You don't need all the other junk. You just go don'tpanic.io, and it takes you to the site, and you get to get the episodes, the audio, the video, and, of course, links to all the pics. Also, information on how you can subscribe. It's the best way to get the show automatically in your feed every week, usually on Tuesdays. Uh, you can get on Apple Podcasts, on Overcast, and, of course, the video version on iTunes or anywhere you get podcasts. We're there. Uh, and, of course, you can follow us at Don't Panic Show on Twitter and uh, email us, don'tpanicshow at gmail.com. We will be back next Monday. You can join us live for a new episode. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, a small tease up for debate.tv. We're talking burgers later this week. Uh, we've literally talked about every other food item, so why not burgers? Um, it's a lot of fun. And check out last sushi week's Sushi rolls? Have you done sushi rolls? Um, we haven't. I don't know how we do a whole hour on that because I don't have a lot of experience. Although I had uh. sushi the other, I had sushi last week. And it was a treat. Excellent. I like sushi. I was telling the, uh, I went out with a mutual friend of ours, Colin, and uh, we went for sushi. And I, uh, I told him, I said, I couldn't eat sushi more than like three or four times a year. Really? Like that is my, because I feel like any more than that, I would get sick. Of, like, that's just enough for me to remember how much I like it because I haven't had it in a while. And I feel like if I ate it all the time, I wouldn't like it. I don't get people who could eat it like every week or every other week. That's too much. I pretty much eat it every week. Some weeks I could eat it more than one time. A week. That's, that's bananas. That's cr I. That's. But also, I could probably eat a cheeseburger every week. So I guess it's just what you're used to. Unlike a cheeseburger with sushi, I feel like if you play your cards right, you don't feel bad after, oh God, which yeah. is like Wait really nice. But you can if you, if that's what you're after. You, right. If you want to feel bad, you can definitely do it. Uh it's it's really like a choo choose your own adventure of sorts. I think what we're setting up here is a sushi eating contest. <laughs> oh, I've never gone to unlimited sushi. They have like oh. like all you can eat. You never did that at, at at college? No, no, I don't think so. I only had sushi a couple times at college. The first time I had sushi was in Poughkeepsie, the sushi capital of. <laughs> Of the of Hudson the, Valley region. The Poughkeepsie area. Yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Pulled fresh out of the Hudson River that morning. Oh, Can't dear. beat it. All right. Well, on behalf of Colby and Dan, I'm Sean. Thanks, everybody out there for joining us. We'll see you next time for more tech news and great times here on Don't Panic. <laughs>